All right, guys, welcome back to Establish the Past podcast presented by Clutch Points. I'm your host, Blake Lovell. With me, as always, my co-host, Dylan Reagan. And we're back here for uh, one of our biggest episodes of the year. And that is because we are making our picks for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57, the Chiefs and the Eagles. We are down to two. And uh, as always, Dylan will make our picks for the game itself. But we will also dive into the 5,247,000 um, prop bets that are out there because we're not going to get to all of them, trust me. Um, or we may set a, a world record for podcast length, but uh, we're going to talk about just some random ones that we always do yearly, and then we'll just bring up kind of some others that are listed uh, on FanDuel and such that uh, you may find intriguing uh, if you want to bet on some of those in terms of finding some interesting value with some of these. But Dylan, the game is here, and uh, was it? The the big game is here. Like, isn't it how all of these like um like the newscasts and everything they can't use the Super Bowl? Like, so it's it's the big game or the game is here. Like, I always find that interesting how no one can actually say that when it comes to like some of these like commercials or um you know sponsorships or promotions. Like, it's always the big game, and I guess you could say the big game is here. It's so so official. I you know I think you'd think that saying it wouldn't be a big deal, but I mean I guess yeah, I depends on the situation is. for how commercial the what the, yeah. the the production is. I think on some shows they probably could. I, I'm I'm wondering if they're just being overly careful there. We're gonna say yeah. Super Bowl Fifty Seven on here. Hopefully we're gonna be in Whoops. okay shape. But um yeah, uh, I couldn't be more excited for the two teams. I know we haven't really you know the last couple of weeks we've mostly talked about some of the other things going on in the league with quarterbacks coaches moving around our we did our award show last time and now we finally you know actually break down this matchup and reading and thinking about it for a couple weeks so it's good to finally uh, get to this episode so I can just kind of say everything I have to say about this game and then uh move on and just enjoy it yeah it's it's all kind of just been in my brain for a couple uh at least a few days here where I've started trying to read over everything my biggest take immediate takeaway as we get into this is it's a really hard game to pick these teams are very uh, where one team has a strength the other has a weakness or not I wouldn't say a weakness but that maybe they're less strong um and but both teams are just so good I mean they are the top two seeds um first time I think that we've had I I read that we've had the two number one seeds since uh, Super Bowl 52 when the Eagles beat the Patriots obviously that Eagles team people might forget that they're a number one seed because you had Nick Foles uh leading them to that Super Bowl title uh but yeah it's uh two teams that you know man it's just a really hard one to pick I think last year was easy for me because I was doing a uh, anti kind of like a reverse jinx situation where I kept picking against the Rams um so this is and even then you know last year really if I had to have picked if I I, and you went with the Rams as the winner maybe I would have thought that they had an edge whereas in this one I mean it's reflected by the spread it's reflected by basically every model you look at whether it's football outsiders PFFs um, the athletic ESPN they all have this kind of as like a 50-50 draw the spread only one point and a half Eagles favorite so man I I don't I still to this moment I have a a name in there and I think I'm going to stick with it because I've thought about it long enough but it's a really hard game to pick. Um, I, I, both teams are so good, and they bring so much to the table, and I, I just can't wait to, to watch this matchup play out. Yep, uh, it will be a lot of fun. And, uh, again, there's so many different kind of facets to this thing. I mean, what we do know, um, you know, again, Patrick Mahomes was kind of the, the storyline of the playoffs with injury and such, and we're thinking, all right, this guy fully back and, um, you know, the ankle and everything. And I think that's, that's certainly – you know, something that has progressed in a positive fashion um, now. And, and I think, you know, again, that's one where we've talked about, you know, 
he's our pick for the league MVP and I mean let's be honest he should be everyone else's uh based on what he's done but but that would that's obviously you know one of the bigger storylines we talked about in the the playoffs here but um you know against this Eagles defense look I mean the Chiefs are you know we talked about it's still kind of the Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey show but you know this is kind of one of those games where it's going to be interesting just to see how the Chiefs approach things from an offensive standpoint um you know knowing that just like every other game right the Eagles know who target number one is um but you know it's looking around and wondering you know who who are the guys and I feel like we always do this now especially since there's no Tyree Kill now but it's like who's the guy that's all of a sudden just going to step up and maybe just have a huge game uh for the Chiefs maybe in that passing game outside of Travis Kelsey and again there there are options there but I think that's one of the more interesting things to think about heading into this one too yeah, absolutely. I, they've made it work so far. They've, you know, they've compromised maybe some of the explosiveness that they've previously had for being more consistent down to down. And Mahomes is just obviously improving himself. So I think, yeah, that's that matchup in particular, this Eagles defense, so good. Um, but they, you know, that I do think that Mahomes has made this work with all these other guys, and um, they they do still have a strong offensive line. Maybe the tackles. That's one part when you look at kind of the the matchup up front for the Chiefs that does scare you a bit um i you know the line's in much better shape than it was a couple of years ago when they faced the bucks but i wouldn't say wiley uh brown on the outside that the two tackle positions are necessarily the top guys at their positions and the eagles are going to be able to create pressure so it's going to be interesting to see how the eagle or the the chiefs and i'm sure andy reed knows that he's gonna i don't know if we're going to be having single tight ends blocking hassan reddick um like we saw on the play that purdy got hurt on yeah, you know, it should be interesting. I I think the Chiefs, they I do trust, you know, that is one thing too overall in this matchup, the coaching matchup. I As much as Sirianni has taken every edge that he's been able to get, and I've really, you know, we, obviously you've had him as your coach of the year. I couldn't have more to praise for him, but we kind of talked also about, you know, we forget the, or not forget, but we with that award, we don't really honor necessarily the guys who are consistently the best coaches in the year and are in the league like Andy Reid. Um and I, you know, they started at, at certain points. Um, in the to, to your point of what you're with the amount of weapons, a lot of times the Bengals in this past AFC title game. This is some t- Ted Wynn's article on the Athletic, is going through the matchup of how the Eagles could or the Chiefs could adjust to what the Eagles might do. The Bengals were double teaming Kelsey a lot, bracketing him as you would expect they would, given the with all the other weapons that were compromised. So a lot of times they would drop plays where. Uh, Kelsey would stay in to block and they just take two defenders out of the out of the secondary essentially and kind of create some matchup problems for some of the other players so it's a pick your poison kind of thing Kelsey also it's not like teams have known that he's going to be getting the ball in a lot of matchups and it hasn't mattered um it's he's still he's still able to find openings and he's a great uh guy at finding uh area and space and, and zone defense so it's that matchup itself is really intriguing, but I think one of the biggest parts of just that when the Eagles are on defense and the Chiefs have the ball is can Mahomes stay off the ground? Because yeah, with those with those tackles, maybe having times where uh, guys are going to be able to run through it. Patrick, these two extra weeks and his mobility. I mean, it, it couldn't be more important. If this game was p- played two weeks ago, when the AFC title and NFC title games were played, yeah, you know, all, overall my opinion on it might have been changed based on the limited mobility and how important that is. Um, the, you know, the Chiefs haven't or the Eagles haven't faced a quarterback exactly like 
Patrick um, outside of, uh, you know, for the first part of the game with Aaron Rodgers in that, in that Packers game. We saw what Dak did in the second matchup uh, when he was out for the first one between the Eagles and Cowboys, put up huge numbers. Um, so you just worry that if, if Patrick's able to get outside and, you know, make that first man miss and scramble as he's done so well and improvise, it it might not be, the, you know, as, as, as good as the Eagles defense is. I, there are ways that things get neutralized when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes playing for you. So yeah, it's, I can't wait to watch that matchup in particular, but uh, to the other side of the ball too, I'm sure um, it's going to be, you know, I'm not, maybe the, the chiefs are getting a little disrespected on defense, given what uh, Spagnola, yeah. we kind of talked about this briefly at the end of the last episode. Like they, they've consistently in these big games been able to maybe they're not like great they're not like dominant defensive performances but they find a way to get those stops force teams in the third and longs get get a couple turnovers here and there and that's ultimately when you have Patrick Mahomes that can be the difference well it's like I mean we talked about like the, the Chris Jones stuff in the game against the the Bengals and like it I think that's they, they make the big plays at the right time like I feel like that's you know they don't have to be perfect yep. the entire game but it's like they they tend to make the big plays when they need them the most, and that's all you have to do when you have Patrick Mahomes, your quarterback, running the offense, and knowing you're going to get, you know, some some points out of that, uh, anyways. But yeah, I mean, I it's just you know we, we know how it works. Like the offense is going to get the attention because this is such a you know a good offense and a team that's going to score a lot of points. But when you mm-hmm. really look at it on the other side, I mean, it's going to be a challenge against this you know this Eagles team because we've talked about it. I mean, you know, you look at Jalen Hurts and and what he's done this season I mean the addition of AJ Brown has obviously been you know we talked about kind of the impact and what the Titans were thinking and all that because it's just such a you know he's such a different difference maker in terms of what he can do and I think when you look at it that way um you know and all the the weapons they have too you know for Jalen Hurts at, at his disposal whether that's doing some different things with with Miles Sanders um you know Devonta Smith and now they've got Dallas Goddard, who we know, you know, can do a lot of things to kind of alleviate some some things as well in their passing game. So, yeah, I mean, this, you know, the Chiefs defense, that's been their thing is is making the the right plays at the right time. Um, they're they're going to be put to the test here because this, this offense we talked about, I mean, it's one that you really look at what they're capable of and look at what they've done in these these first two games in the playoffs, 38 against the Giants, 31 against the Niners. Now, of course, some of that's helped by the defense, but – Still, I mean, the the ability um, of Jalen Hurts to just do so many different things, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a challenge. It's yeah, it's the biggest challenge they've uh, probably had all season, at least in terms of uh, you know they face some in, uh, insane quarterbacks, but in terms of this team's ability to be malleable to the situation and have to be so good at so many things, uh, you know, when they're you're facing, you know, they face Buffalo and uh, Cincinnati a number of times, and yes, those are probably, uh, you know, the toughest quarterbacks <clears throat> outside of playing Mahomes matchups that you could have with Josh Allen and, and Burrow. But you maybe start to have at least a kind of a plan. You kind of get to know those teams a bit better. They haven't faced this Eagles team. They haven't faced a team that's so physical up front on an offensive line like the Eagles are. But then a bit, the ability to, as we talked about with what they did against the Niners, being able to kind of keep those linebackers that love to fly around in San Francisco and even their ends and different guys, kind of having to stand around sometimes just waiting to see if Jalen's going to keep the ball. They had kind of counters for uh, in that second half. They started opening up some lanes. A lot of uh, Ted Wynn and other uh, film guys on Twitter talking about all the different ways that uh, they were able to kind of go on the weak side of those plays where the Niners were stacked up to the bunch set of receivers on the right and 
eventually the, the Niners did kind of counter with another DB over there. But then you have Jalen Hurts can just run. So then you have use the they use the uh, running back as a blocker in some of those cases. So I mean the Chiefs are going to have to do similar things where they're going to to you know to match up with that physicality and just try to make the offensive linemen think about their assignments a bit more, not being able to just stick to the guys they know they want to block before the play starts. They're going to have to probably blitz some guys and just take some chances. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen is the other team scores and you get Mahomes the ball back quicker. Um, it's it's not a perfect solution, but wrong with that. I think, yeah. yeah, they're going to have, and this is what Spagnuolo does, even though this year in particular, maybe he wasn't as aggressive as past years with the way that the Chiefs kind of became in some ways a more ball control offense. They still had that explosiveness at times. Um, but I think, yeah, they're going to, I'm sure, again, Spagnuolo has a, a tendency in these big matchups and big games in the playoffs to, to pull off uh, a game plan that ends up putting the team in at least places it doesn't want to be. We've, you know, we've talked about how Jalen Hurts has improved so much as a passer. And if you look at just his overall passing numbers and efficiency numbers, EPA stuff, it's all really good. Uh, but when he's uh, in situations where it's uh, kind of what we're talking about, where the, um, this team, if they can, if you, if you don't know what they're going to do, if they can run or pass, if they're in third and shorts, you know, they're probably going to sneak it and get the first down. Um, but if even if they're just in that like third and medium range, just the just not knowing exactly what the Eagles are going to do. Obviously, we saw it, how easy it is to defend a team when you know what they're going to do with the football when the Niners literally couldn't throw. But for Jalen Hurts, another stat that uh, Ted Nguyen, just the, the goat at this stuff, he pulled out is on third and seven or more this year, uh, Jalen Hurts was 34th among qualified quarterbacks in EPA per dropback. If they, if they know that the Eagles are throwing, they have not in those kind of situations. It hasn't always gone insanely well. So, I mean, that's pivotal for the Eagles from their point of view to stay out of third and long and get to those um, downs where, you know, you only need three, four yards. Maybe you do throw, but maybe you run. Maybe you run knowing that if you get a couple of yards, you're probably going to run again and likely get it because no one can stop you when you're to those uh, fourth and shorts. And I think that that also just in itself, the Eagles' ability to basically know if they're within like a yard and a half, they're going to get it. Um that's a huge in Super Bowls. It's huge in these kind of games where the, the margins are so thin to just have such a uh, ability to get uh, a first down anytime you feel like it, essentially. Um, so it's uh, that side of the ball. I mean, yeah, you mentioned A.J. Brown and, and the matchup the problems those guys are going to have. I don't, you know, I, I feel like at times the Chiefs linebackers and haven't necessarily been like the best at covering um, some tight ends too. So Dallas Goddard has a chance to things to open up if they really – you know what they also what they kind of did against the Bengals with T Higgins and Jamar Chase doubling both of them often it, it you know opens up opportunities we we talked about how you know Tyler Boyd getting banged up how big of an impact that kind of had at certain points for what the Bengals were able to do um and I you, you think about some of the other options that the Eagles have and that have stepped up so I think Goddard definitely a guy that on that side of the football maybe kind of an x-factor for Philadelphia in this one, but um, it's still going to be a big challenge. The Eagle or the, the Chiefs can do all these things that we're, we're saying to kind of neutralize it, but it's that is easier said than done to get the Eagles into third and long. It's, it's not. There's a reason that this team has been so dominant, and I know that there's a lot of stuff made about the Eagles' schedule. I, I think I don't know if we've talked about this in the last podcast how they had the easiest schedule in the league, but the Chiefs had the fourth easiest um, at 29th. So it's like. These are just really good teams, uh, and efficiency-wise, those stats like DVOA, um, they take into account the quality of your opponents, and it's not like they were just yeah, you know, barely beating some of these teams. They're dominating uh, their lesser opponents for the most part. That's why these are two of the best teams in the league, and what makes this pick so hard? I'm still, I'm going to wait till you kind of make your final selection here, but 
I, I have a pick, and I think I'm going to stick to it, like I said, but I, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a really tough one. All right. It is time to make our picks um, for this matchup. I told you, I, I've, I've said all along this season, I just, you know, there's something about the Eagles. And, you know, I've, I've talked a lot about that and, and just sort of, you know, this is just one of those teams, and especially when you look at what they've done in the playoffs to this point, right? Just two dominating performances uh, against the Giants and then specifically even, you know, more impressive against the Niners. I know the situation quarterback and all that, but two pretty dominant performances, uh, to say the least. Um, but... <laughs> Of course, there's always a but. <laughs> it's just like, you know, we, we make our picks because we're like, all right, this is what we have to go on. And I've seen the Chiefs in this spot before. Like, I've seen them here. Now, again, that we've seen the Eagles here before, too, not long ago. But this is a completely different sort of setup, right? Because it's a different coaching staff, different quarterback, um, different nucleus, pretty much, for the most part. Um, Chiefs, we've seen this nucleus here. And we've seen... You know what they've been able to do on the good side. We've seen what they've been able to do on the side of when they played the Bucks. Um, but like, I just I find it hard to pick against that, and it's just knowing that again, we look at this Chiefs team, and I think the experience in this position in this spot, um, again, there's just something about them where I'm like, if I'm making a pick. I don't think I can pick against them. And I don't think I can pick against the league MVP. I don't think I can pick against um, their creativity offensively and, and some of the things that they may, may be able to do here. Um, so there's a lot – again, we, we just talked about a lot of different sort of angles to this game. But for me, it is just the confidence level. I'm confident in both teams, but I have also feel confident in that Patrick Mahomes is in the biggest spot of the year, you know, in the Super Bowl, and yes, again, I know kind of what happened against the Bucks, but I also know that they are the Chiefs are one of those teams where remember the conversations we said a long time ago now, but it's like, what are they going to do without Tyreek Hill? What are they, what are they going to do? Like, are they going to be, you know? And they had they, look, they had to win a lot of close games. Let's point that out. They were in some close games this year. Um, they weren't just completely dominating everyone, uh, but you know, the Eagles have been dominant in the playoffs. But I. I don't know, man. It's just like, I think for me, this is a Mahomes pick more than anything. It's just a, I trust them to make a play at the end to win the game. And that's what I'll go with. Yeah. It's a different Chiefs team than two years ago. Not just because they don't have Tyreek Hill, not just because their offensive line's better. They have an identity running the football that they did not have, um, that we saw maybe with the Bills in some cases that, that, you know, their fans a lot of times are still asking them to kind of develop this identity because you have to be able to take advantage of the fact that with these superstar quarterbacks, the teams are going to be sitting back and, you know, maybe it's at certain points giving away matchups in the inside because they just don't want to limit the big play to, to your star quarterback. The Chiefs are able to exploit that. They have all year run the football well when they get lighter boxes. And I, the Eagles uh, this year, um, since week 10 against 12 personnel and 13 personnel, um, rushing the ball, that defense is 19th. So that's not necessarily great um, when you're facing a Chiefs team that is probably going to look at what the Cowboys did, like we talked about. The Cowboys used a lot of bigger kind of two tight end sets. They were able to have success with play action or running if the, if the matchups are correct. You kind of put them in a bind a bit. Um, and I think they're going to find those that, that kind of edge there. I don't. I just don't think they're going to be able to pin their ears back 
um, and, and try to go after Mahomes the same way that Tampa was able to. If the Eagles get an early lead, I don't think the Chiefs are also going to panic um, and, and try to like throw their way back as maybe they kind of did in that Tampa Bay game because they felt like they had to in that towards the end of the first half and it led to Tampa scoring again right before the half ended. Um, I just it, it's as much as I love the Eagles and I really like and I won't be shocked at all if they find a way to win this game. They're just such a you know probably the top to bottom the best roster in the league. I just don't want to. I just don't know if I can pick against Mahomes. Uh, if the game's close late, I feel confident that he's going to be able to make a play. It sounds like he's healthy enough against against scrambling QBs. Again, the Eagles haven't been exactly perfect when when QBs do uh, run out of the pocket. So I just think there's enough there. And again, I think the the Chiefs' defense and and what they're able to potentially do to to cause some uh, problems at least enough to to make this uh, you know not the Eagles just completely manhandling them on that side of the ball I think it's enough for me to pick the Chiefs I don't know what the exact score would be if I had to say maybe like 34 31 I think it's going to be close regardless I think it'll be pretty high scoring maybe maybe that's a little ambitious maybe we go 31 28 but um I man I don't know it's I, I'm, I'm sticking with the Chiefs. It's, it's it's the coaching staff, and it's not that it's this isn't a slight against Sirianni. I, he should take it for any not just us, but anyone that um, says anything uh, against the Eagles. They should use that as fuel. Um, but it's not meant to be disrespect yeah. to say that I trust Andy Reid a bit more at this point in his career with the star quarterback with a roster that I think a lot of guys have stepped up on. So yeah, I'll pick the Chiefs in a what should be I think a really fun Super Bowl. I, I really don't think we're going to have a game like the Super Bowl 55 blowout with Tampa Bay over the Chiefs. I think maybe it's um, it's going to be more of a the, the vibes of that Eagles um, the Patriots Super Bowl a few years back. A little better yeah. defense than that one, I'd hope. That there was there wasn't much defense at times in that game, but um, I think it'll still be a, a really close affair that might come down right to a last minute field goal, last second hail mary heave, something like that. I yeah I'll go twenty seven twenty four I, I think that may be low but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that as my score, um there on this one I, I'm curious from that standpoint of what this game looks like from the the scoring standpoint in this one I, I'm kind of fascinated. I think to see. you're right at the over under aren't you? I, th- I think it? it was fifty and a half. Mm, <laughs> you okay. nailed that. Well there you go. <laughs> I will I will take the over by a, by half a point. Um so. Yeah, well, that's I, I, I'm not confident either way on this one. I don't. I think both of us are kind of in that same range where it's just this is a hard one to call. Um, but yep. yeah, I, I think you've it, and that makes it fun because I don't. I have no idea how this game's going to play out. Um, so there have been some in the past, maybe been a little more predictable than others. I don't think this one's very predictable at all. So, all right, we'll quickly wrap up with uh, some of our prop bets uh, as we go through these. And again, we have we have our our big three. We always go to. Uh, and two of these are just absolutely ridiculous, but one is not. Super Bowl MVP, um, if I'm picking the Chiefs to win, I, I'm going to pick Patrick Mahomes. I know you're going to go the Travis Kelsey direction, Dylan, but I think Isaiah Pacheco is an interesting one, too, because of what you just talked about. What happens if he breaks off a couple touchdowns? Um, I think he's an interesting one to think about here as sort of the – what's his, what are the odds for him right now? Um, oh, boy. They're – they're they're really good if you want to go that route. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what they are. Uh, they're plus five thousand. I think there's some value there. Um, but again, that that's also like McKinnon has the same, and so you're like, oh boy, you're having to risk what you actually think they could do here. If McKinnon catches a couple passes for touchdowns, like, you know, yeah, it's I, I get it. It's it's tough, but I 
it's possible, right? It's it's possible. So. It's possible. I I don't think you know. I was trying to think out, uh, looking down the list further. Chris Jones was initially interesting, but I just don't see the setup that we yeah. had with um with uh, Von Miller in Super Bowl Fifty being able to get those strip sacks. I don't know if you're gonna be yeah. able, they're gonna be in situations just coming right for Jalen. Um, from the other, I mean, from the Eagles' point of view, if they're to win this game, obviously Hurts is the easy one. But if you want to be more fun with it, maybe you do go with one of the receivers, um, Devonte Smith at pl- uh, plus thirty one hundred. Maybe that's an interesting one. Maybe he gets a couple touchdowns, kind of pulls the the Cooper Cup uh, award the way that he did last year. But yeah, I went with Kelsey just because if it's not going to be Pat, it's probably going to be Pat. But if it's not going to be Pat, I could <laughs> see uh, you know Kelsey by the end of it stacking up a ridiculous number of receptions. Maybe he gets a couple touchdowns. Maybe if Mahomes has a couple turnovers or different things that take away from his MVP candidacy, that's that would help Kelsey's. Uh, uh in terms of the votes that might come his way but it should be it's always interesting i mean last year i think you may have predicted or at least we we definitely mentioned cup as a possibility i know stafford was the favorite um but it 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 doesn't always go the way you you think it might you look at the history of super bowl mvps and yeah there's it's littered with tons of quarterbacks it's uh, star quarterbacks but there are also plenty of guys that you're like wait Who's who's Malcolm Smith for the you know that's all yeah. I think off the top of my head for the Seahawks, um, some of the you know the when the Bucks won I was a defender but then another guy had two pick sixes on the last play of the game and then it was like should he have won it instead so mm-hmm. it's uh, going back to Super Bowl thirty seven so yeah it's um it, it's all over the place who knows maybe we will get one of these maybe some defender will have like two interceptions and uh, one pick six and the stats will kind of be muddied between everyone else and he'll get the win mm-hmm. who knows. What about Jason Kelsey? Can we get him some odds? Can we get, like, there you go. Can, can, can we get him some odds in this thing? Um, come on. We're just talking about Travis. What about Jason? Can he get some odds? Um, no. I, I think, again, that this one seems pretty clear-cut, depending on who wins, but that's always the case when it comes to this award for the most part. So, um, All right, quickly, Gatorade color, Dylan, our favorite. Um, so I did some research on this one because we really like to have informed opinions here. And what did I do? I went to Google and typed in, Chiefs Super Bowl championship Andy Reid celebration. That was my Google phrase that I typed in. (laughs) And what did it send me to? It directly sent me to the Gatorade being poured on Andy Reid when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl uh, several years ago. And the Gatorade color was orange. And so I'm going back to orange for this one. If I'm picking the Chiefs to win, Gatorade color is orange. And uh, I think there's some superstition in play there. They're going to go with what works. So give me orange for this one. Yeah, I I don't blame you. I had to go a different direction, not just to double up there. I know I picked the the Chiefs, but you know part of their color scheme is yellow. Yellow is still pretty uh, one of the popular ones here, and it was the color when the Eagles uh, won the Super Bowl and Super Bowl Fifty Two. Oh, so, so maybe I'm kind of better, doubling yeah, up that way. Up. If I lose my pick for the game, maybe I'll win the Gatorade. So I'm kind of playing That's both smart. sides here, and but then also still hope holding out hope that if the Chiefs do, they could. Uh, just by chance on accident maybe they have the lucky orange but then some guy grabs the yellow instead so we'll see <laughs> a big choice there for both yes. of us uh, a lot at stake the odds um so yeah you're, you're getting plus odds no matter what on these so keep that in mind um there all right the coin toss always a lot of research needs to be done on this one too dylan i think we always pick differently no matter what just for so one of us will get it right but um I told you I'm just feeling the tails. Like t- something about tails this season, I think. Uh, minus 104, the odds for both of these. Give me tails on the coin toss. Yeah, it's uh, 
It has a good chance there. I think you got about <laughs> a lot 50 of analysis on this one. I'm going to yes. go uh, heads, I guess, just the uh, wow. to uh, switch wow. it up. You know, I, I'm usually a tails you. guy too, so I don't. Man. Not not that there really should be. You should be a guy of any uh, either one. I think switching ups probably may, maybe wow. increases your chances slightly. Probably decreases them at the same time. But hey, you want to win more often than not. So I'll go heads. And switch I, thought it up. You'd be, I thought you'd be out measuring the winds um, and all that, but apparently not uh, to kind of get an idea of where the, the coin could fall. But um, all right, so those are the main ones. And again, there's there's so many ridiculous ones outside of this. We could probably spend all day looking at some of these other kind of ridiculous odds. Um, you know, they're just there's so many kind of fascinating ones when you look at like the over under for the passing yards. Jalen Hurts is set at like two thirty eight point five. Um, Mahomes is set at 299, 292.5. I may actually go under on Mahomes in the 292.5, maybe slightly. But again, getting to 300 yards from Mahomes is not a, probably the hardest thing to do. Um, anything else still in the catches your eye here before we, we wrap it? There's just there's so many, like I said, there's, there's so, so many prop bets where it's like, like you yeah. could get lost in these. I like the one you just said a lot. I if, if if this game script goes the way I think the Chiefs would maybe want it to, they're they're gonna have some balance on their offense. I, I think that still Mahomes is gonna be a major weapon and a big part of it, but it's not gonna always be the forty yard plays. It might be the fifteen yard, twenty yard kind of range and I would I like the odds there for that under uh, I don't feel I'm not it's not going to be a, a fun experience if you bet that watching Mahomes and, and rooting against him getting uh, passing yards because usually that doesn't work out too well uh, looking through these I mean I, I like the one there was one on uh, the uh, what's going to happen the first time the Chiefs have the ball um, and if the underdog was actually them scoring points, I would, I would take that. I, I, they seem to have, you know, especially you looked at the Jaguars game, uh, they seem to have good opening scripts, even against the, the Bengals. I forget if they scored in the first position. I think they did get a field goal at least. So you don't need a touchdown. You just need points. So that was like plus 120 or 130 or something to, to take them scoring points in the first one. Maybe that's my uh, kind of one. But, yeah, like you said, there's just you get lost. And all these things, I, you know, I, I always like looking at the defensive uh, touchdown, special teams touchdown ones. I'm gonna say in this game, I don't think it's gonna happen, but <laughs> um, it's again not not always fun to root for something when you're, you're at minus 400 odds. So you could bet that, but I that's at least my recommendation. I don't think we're gonna see a defensive special teams touchdown. Watch it just happen now um, with yeah. the, the way that I mean the Chiefs. Chiefs return game is pretty dangerous, but um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to look through these. There's just so many, like you said, net yards. There's. Just I mean, so maybe, many I would. Ones. Yeah. Maybe I would maybe go with the the Eagles are at 366.5. The the Chiefs at 359.5 total yards over under. Um, I could see a scenario where the uh, team has gets the over on one of these, especially maybe the Eagles. I'll say. But then still doesn't if they're having to settle for field goals in some cases or going for it in fourth downs when they don't are a little bit longer and they don't get it. Maybe they still trying to formulate it into my plan of the uh, Chiefs winning this game. But I, I like the the over on maybe both of those actually. I think the Chiefs could definitely throw for like in that range right under the over under you mentioned. Maybe they get like two hundred and sixty five passing yards and a hundred rushing yards. That takes them over there their uh, over under so maybe i'm just going maybe i'm just going yards here forget points i'm going i'm on the all yards <laughs> team and then the last play of the game is a qb neil as i know you mentioned that before always a fun oh, one yeah. i would uh maybe i'd go with i'll go with yes there i know it's the favorite but um I, i'm taking the 
taking my chances on a team getting the ball back. Maybe they get a stop late or the other team does an onside kick and it's not enough time. And we'll go with that Neil with the yes at minus 123 or 230. <laughs> Here's my favorite one of the bunch. Largest lead of the game. Over 14.5 is plus 106. Under 14.5 is still minus 132. So, like, it's not the worst odds, but, like, I don't think this is going to be a two-touchdown type game. So If it is, it's not going to be for long, look, oh, but that's all you need. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm going to take that. Even at minus 132, I, I just cannot see. And even if you take the over 14.5, like, you're not getting a ton of value there. So, no. yeah, I, I would even... Even at minus one thirty-two, that's. I feel very confident this is not going to be a two-touchdown game in this one. And look, even though both offenses are capable of putting up big points, but I just don't think it's going to happen. So yeah, I'm there's one that that I would circle uh, there on that. But there you go. As we said, we could this could be a eight-hour podcast if we <laughs> went into looking at all of uh, these possible um, prop bets that that are out there, but. For now, Dylan, uh, those are our picks. And, of course, you've got it all covered over Clutch Points. Everything uh, everyone needs for Super Bowl 57. So let everybody know where they can find all that. Yeah, you can follow the game in the Clutch Points app. The big game as where maybe uh, just, you know, now that we have a promotional kind of part, I'll say the big game instead of Super Bowl. No, you can follow uh, Chiefs Eagles in the Clutch Points app. You can, uh, yeah, we have tons of preview content. We've been going through X factors for both teams explanations of how each team could win with kind of well longer form pieces on those things obviously tons of news coverage on injuries with we got Ladarius Sneed sounds like he's going to be the full go Kadarius Tony sounds like he's going to be active so uh the McCall Hardman maybe not so much but yeah all that stuff's covered uh on clutch points tons of fallout we'll have the NFL awards or NFL honor ceremony covered it uh, live with uh on, on our site and the app content on all the all, any big moments that happen but also just running through the awards as they go by we had some predictions for that out as well um and then yeah it'll be full go time for the off season well you know right now we have right as i mentioned on the last podcast if you're a fan of the other 30 teams and you're looking at your looking at your in, free agents and possible cap casualties we've got uh looking at t- uh, all the players that teams need to resign the players they uh, might need to cut surprise roster cut situations and then yeah next week we'll get to just kind of overall off-season predictions um but yeah lots of good stuff in the nfl clutch points yep check it all out there uh, lots of stuff to get you ready for the game and obviously the reaction to it as well so uh, do that at Clutch Points, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. Search for Establish the Pass, and uh, thanks as always for listening to the podcast, and we'll talk to you next time here on the Establish the Pass podcast.